When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Successful Farming Podcast. I'm Jody Henke. This podcast is brought to you by the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System, helping soybean farmers fight back against tough weeds. There are several ways that noxious weed seeds can be introduced into your fields. Manure is one of them. Palmer amaranth seeds that contaminate animal feed can survive digestion, and when that manure is spread onto cropland, those seeds may germinate. Joining me today is Melissa Wilson. She's an assistant professor and extension manure management specialist at the University of Minnesota. Thanks for doing this podcast with me. I really appreciate it. I got to know, how did you get into that field of study? Common question. So I was always interested in nutrient management, soil fertility, because I've always been intrigued by, you know, food production, because who doesn't love food, but also protecting water quality. I grew up hunting, fishing, all of those sorts of things. And I always just loved my time on the water. And how I got into manure management is that, one, there's always going to be manure. So there's a little bit of, you know, job security there, <laughs> but also because it's really interesting because it's basically a form of recycling. We're taking something that's fed to the animals, they excrete it, and then we're able to apply that back to the fields and trying to manage that aspect has been really interesting to me. And of course, part of what goes in must come out is weed seeds, which we're discussing today. And usually when animals eat a weed and digest it, the weed seed would be taken care of. How does that work inside the animal? Well, there's a lot of stomach acids, as I'm sure we all know, and that, especially with the soft-coated weed seeds, can help destroy that, and then it doesn't allow it to germinate, so it reduces the viability of the seed. Unfortunately, some of these hard-seeded weeds kind of have evolved to be able to survive that process of the gut stomach acids and then kind of the grinding action that happens as you're digesting. So some of those have actually evolved to get through that process. There's examples of um, plants that kind of count on bird digestion, so then the birds spread the seeds you know, further away from the, I guess, parent plant. So it's really these resilient seeds that have that hard seed coating. So I don't know if it's like the waxy outer layer or, you know, not a plant person, more of a manure person, but it seems like that waxy hard outer layer seems to kind of resist those stomach acids. So what are some of the weed seeds that have evolved that aren't destroyed now in the rumen or in the stomach? When going through the rumen for especially like dairy and beef, it seems like grass species seem to be destroyed a little more than broadleaf species. So we have a harder time killing those. And we've noted that like pigweed in particular doesn't seem to be destroyed. I mean, there is a reduction in seed viability but not as much as you would like. You would like 100% reduction. Yeah. That's one we know Palmer amaranth can survive going through stomachs, et cetera. Now, we 
kind of think about cattle here, but are there any other animals that this applies to? Yeah, certainly. There's been evidence of it going through horses, sheep, even poultry. Poultry usually does a better job of killing weed seeds because they have their gizzards. So that's, I probably have animal scientists cringing at me, but that's the area <laughs> in the throat where the food goes and kind of goes through pre-digestion. And it has this like grinding action. So it usually kind of tears up the seed a little better than even the, than the stomach does. Although I was reading an article recently where there was one type of seed and I can't remember what kind of weed it was, but that actually seemed to increase the germination of the seeds afterwards. We're going to get into the real poop scoop. When an animal poops and it all falls to the ground, what does the seed do as it's lying there in it? I mean, how long does it take for it to germinate or I mean, how does that all work? As far as I know, it can really vary depending on the species of how long it takes to germinate. And some weeds actually require the really cold conditions of winter before they'll germinate. So they need kind of that cold stratification. So it really depends on the weed seeds. We have found that the length of storage of the manure before it's field applied sometimes can impact whether those seeds germinate. It seems like the longer it sits in those like really wet, moist, dark, damp conditions, the less likely it is to germinate. But there is still always a couple of percentage that are still viable after that. There are some methods that farmers can use to reduce seed viability in manure. And we're going to talk about that when we return. As the number one soybean system planted by farmers, the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System controls more weeds than any other system and provides up to 14 days of soil activity on certain small-seeded broadleaf weeds. That's a system farmers can count on to experience high-yielding performance year after year. This season, choose results. Choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. We're talking with Melissa Wilson, who is a manure management extension specialist at the University of Minnesota. And there are some methods that farmers can use to reduce seed viability. Can you talk about those? Let's start with heat in siling the feed. Yeah, anytime we're increasing heat around the seed, that can help reduce viability. And siling also tends to have a lot of acids and things in it. So the longer that the feed is in style, the more likely it is to reduce the germination potential, again, of those weed seeds. Does it matter what temperature? Absolutely. I don't think in siling gets up to quite the high temperatures of another process like composting might, but anytime you're getting above the body temperature, that usually starts to get into a range where we can degrade those seeds. Talk about composting manure. That's something that has to be done properly in order to do the job. So let's go through the process and then the heat amount that it would take to kill the weed seed. So with composting, generally it's considered an active process. We're not just talking about piling manure somewhere and letting it sit for a year. We're talking about actively mixing it every week, couple of weeks to get the heat cycles to increase. And what's basically happening is, is when there's lots of oxygen present, like after you mix, the microbes in the manure pile will start to become really active, trying to degrade and decompose what's there. And as they're becoming active, they can get really, really warm. We can get up to temperatures of 160, 180, even 200 degrees in some cases. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And that heat generation is where you really get the reduction in seed viability. Now, it is happening in the center of the pile. So again, mixing helps redistribute everything, the weed seeds and everything in there and helps get everything to the center of the pile. So mixing it a couple of times, hopefully gets all the weed seeds into the middle of the pile where they're exposed to the heat. When we're talking about just piling or maybe mixing it once every couple of months, if you're not getting those weed seeds in where the heat actually is, then that's not gonna help reduce how much they germinate. Do you have to add other materials to the composting? You do in gardening, what else should you be adding to it? It really depends on the manure type. You need to have the correct carbon to nitrogen ratio. Basically, the carbon is what the microbes are eating, but they also need other nutrients, just like you and I do. We need our vitamins. And if those ratios aren't correct, then they can't decompose the carbon quickly enough and then get the warm temperatures that you need. So if you have maybe a bedded beef pack, you with that bedding, you might have enough carbon already in it. But if you don't have a lot of bedding in it, you might need to add some sort of carbon material to get the composting to work correctly. What would you recommend? Um, In most cases, people use corn stalks. Some people use wood chips. You have to be careful with that because that can be adding too much carbon in some cases. Some of the stuff that might come off of fields like wheat stubble, that sort of thing, can be some of the carbon sources. Now, how long should um, the manure be allowed to compost? Is there a certain point where you know that it's been hot enough, long enough for it to work? It depends on how hot it gets. If you're actively monitoring it, you check the temperature every couple of days, it starts to rise. You want it, I think it's three to four days you want it to be up at the higher temperatures. And usually it will start to naturally come back down again. And that's when you want to consider adding more oxygen or mixing the pile. For producers who go through the anaerobic digestion processes, what do you recommend for them to try to get the weed seeds not so viable? With anaerobic digestion, we've seen some variable results into whether that's impacting weed seeds. In some cases, it depends on where the weed seed ends up in the process and if it's getting hot in that area. Again, that heat seems to degrade the seeds. And some studies have found that like grass seeds tend to be reduced in their viability more than broad leaves again. So that one is kind of mixed impacts. But if you can get it to an appropriate temperature, again, that 130, 140, 150, et cetera, is kind of what we're seeing needed to get the reduction in the weed seed viability that we want. Once you have your manure composted or treated the way you want to, we're going to talk about applying it to the field and some things that you can do to try to reduce those seeds that made it all the way through. Stay tuned. As the number one soybean system planted by farmers, the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System controls more weeds than any other system and provides up to 14 days of soil activity on certain small-seeded broadleaf weeds. That's a system farmers can count on to experience high-yielding performance year after year. This season, choose results. Choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Melissa, when you're going through the process of applying manure onto the field, Even if the feed they ate was ensiled and the manure was composted, 
Can some seeds still sneak through and be a problem? Absolutely. With some of these weeds, it's really a numbers game where even, you know, if one percent of seeds survive, and there's been studies that have found you know, seventy-five thousand seeds per ton, only one percent of that survives, that's still what, seven thousand five hundred seeds per ton. And then when you apply eight, ten, twenty tons per acre, that really starts to add up. So again, it's really just a numbers game, unfortunately. If you think you have a problem, put it in fields nearby that you can go and check out frequently to see if there's going to be any issues. And you'll probably want to monitor things for a couple field seasons because some of these seeds can remain dormant for, you know, several years before they actually start to grow. People have considered what kind of crop, again, things that you can get in and scout easily are good. Sometimes the corn can be difficult once it gets really tall and it's kind of cuts you up as you go through it and really maintain your any herbicide program because if you try to skimp on that and you think you have a high weed seed bank that can be problematic the thing is you want to stop the problem before it starts rather than trying to fight it after it's already gotten to be a problem do you think a lot of producers don't think about the manure that they're spreading and just kind of don't connect the dots and wonder why they have so many weeds are those out there yeah i think so I know what's happening in Minnesota where I am is that there's been sometimes contaminated seed brought into the state and people just weren't really thinking about the potential weeds that are coming from other areas. And I know, I think that's how a couple areas, like back in the 70s, the different types of weeds got into New York and they think it was contaminated seed, which was then contaminated as a manure. And in Minnesota, that's one of the pathways they think that Palmer amaranth has come into the state. And luckily, we've been able to control the problem so far, but it's constant pressure. Any tips for farmers on checking their feed before they feed it to see if there's any weed seeds in there? That I actually don't know. Um, I think some of the places that supply feed do some of this testing ahead of time. So making sure you're getting feed from a reputable source can be helpful. But that's a good question. I don't know as much about that end on the feed. I usually deal with after the feeding part. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Absolutely. When animals like cattle are in the pasture and they're eating the weeds that are in the pasture, are they able to ingest seeds that way? Yes, absolutely. So anytime they're out, if they're eating weed seeds, it's going to end up in the manure. So it's good to have the weeds out of a pasture before you turn the animals out, just to make sure they don't ingest any of that nasty stuff and then put the nasty stuff back out again later. Any other information that you would like to talk about on this topic? I think the one of the biggest misconceptions is that manure has a lot of weeds in it, and that's not necessarily the case. If you're feeding lots of weed seeds, then there's going to be lots of weeds in the manure, potentially. But if you're feeding a relatively weed-free feed, then the manure should be relatively weed-free as well. Thanks to Minnesota Extension Manure Management Specialist, Melissa Wilson, for being my guest. The Roundup Ready Extend Crop System, and thank you for listening. For Successful Farming, I'm Jody Henke.